Hello everyone, welcome back to Meseches Yuvamos, Daf Nun Aleph, as we study Daf HaShavua. I want to deal with an issue today that a number of people have brought up to me throughout this Mesechta. It comes up again on this Daf. We're going to do somewhat of a long-winded introduction, as we did last week, and then we're going to get into a practical halachalamasa issue relating to Chupas Nida. And you'll see how we get to that. If you remember way back, we mentioned something from the Rambam, Hilchus Ishos, Perak Aleph, Halacha Aleph. The Rambam and Hilchus Ishos, this is not a Yavamas discussion, at least in this context of the Rambam. The Rambam says that Kodem Torah, this is really the history of Halachic marriage. Pre-Matan Torah, the way marriage took place, there would be an informal or random meeting between a man and a woman in the Shuk. Imratzahu Vihi, if the two of them consented, Vihi Lisa Osa, they consented to marry. Machnisa Labeso, he'd bring her into his home. Uba'ala, have relations, Isha. Once the Torah was given, Kevon Shanitna Torah Nitzdavi Yisrael Shem Yirza Ish Lisa Isha Yikna Osa Tchila Befne Edim Va'achikach Tchila Isha, based on the pasuk of Kigach Ish Isha Devarim Chaf Beis. Now it's important to point out that pre Matan Torah there had to be consent a hundred percent, but the nature of the relationship at least the forming of the relationship was much less formal. It was not done in front of Adim, and you have that sense from the Rabbim of it being random. What happens once the Torah happens? The Torah takes place. There is the innovation, the Torah innovation of Kiddushin. There's a process, Kiddushin, then Nisuin. And of course, we've explained Kiddushin in a number of ways. Kesef Shtarabia, we do it today with Kesef, Shtar is an option, Bia is absolutely not an option. Now the reason why I bring this back in is to show what appears to be on the surface a total contrast, contradistinction with the halachas of Yivam Vichalitza. And this brings us to our daf. You see, in our daf, and this could be found codified lahalacha, in the Rambam Hilchus Yibam Vichalitza, Hey Tezayin. It's worth looking at Hey Tesvav as well. Hey Tesvav and Hey Tezayin. In the Shulchan Evna Ezer, Chalitza Vibam, Kufayin, Sif Gimel, as well as Sif Dalit. When it comes to Yibam, the only definitive act that allows the marriage to take place is Bia. In many ways, at least on the Torah level, it begins with Bia and it ends with Bia. If you don't want to have the marriage, it begins and ends with Chalitza. As we pointed out last week, everything else, Mamar, Get, called Kiddushin, it creates certain Sveikos and it will have Halachalamas applications as pointed out last week. So, what has bothered some of the people in discussion, it's actually bothered me as well going through the Masechta, but just because it bothers us doesn't mean it's a problem, 
is how far Yibum is really from our classic Isha's case of Perak Aleph, Halacha Aleph, where we're going out of our way to move things away from exclusively Bia to now the whole relationship really being defined by Bia. Now, this doesn't mean that Chazal weren't sensitive to this issue. And as we did discuss earlier in this Masechta, as we find in the Rambam, again, obviously based on the Gemara, in Masechus Yuvamos, that we do have additional steps. We've already discussed Ma'amar. And you also have in the Rambam, in the second parak of the Hala of Hilchas uh, Yibam V'chalitza, that there should be some kind of ceremony that takes place. A real ceremony, even beyond the Mamar ceremony. Kishem Shehu Mekadish, this is the second halacha in Perak Bez, Kishem Shehu Mekadish, this Yevimto, Kachu Mavarach Birchas Nisuin, Ba'asara, Vekosev Ksuba Kedin, Kolnose Isha. And if you just go straight with the Bia and you have nothing else, then it's going to be Makas Mardus, a violation of a Durabbana. But it's still not the same as marriage, because again, the Mamar is a Dindarabbanan, the Kiddushin by Ishus is Dindaraisa. So clearly, Bia plays a fundamental role. And how do we get to this? How do we explain this besides the fact that it's just the Torah? So I think the Rambam really explains this in a number of places. And in this I want to start as the main point. And then we're going to move on back to Ishus, to a classic case. And I want to show you how even according to the Rambam, while we have added layers on a Torah level, the Torah has added lo- uh, layers called Kiddushin, the essential aspect of the Bia, especially according to the Rambam, has never really disappeared. The idea of machnisa lebesa ubala is still extremely important, according to the Rambam. And just giving you a little bit of what we're going to see is that if that is not possible, which means the woman is anida, then according to the Rambam, the marriage process cannot be completed. It's incredible. You don't have to have the bia. But if the woman is not ruya to having bia, then the marriage process is not completed. We don't paskin that way, but we're going to see some halachas that come out of this discussion. Now, I think the difference with yibum is actually pretty clear if we could do a close reading of the Rambam. And part of where you do a close reading of a Rambam, and I love doing this Rambam work, is you look at the way the Rambam introduces halachas, even before he gets into the parak Aleph. And his introduction, in the Rambam's introduction to Yibam Chalitza, he says the following, V'ha'isha shehi re'uya li'ibam, nikrei As we've discussed, there's already what we call a zika. She is the zakuka to him being the yavam, the yavam and the yavama. They already have that status. Once the brother, the case that we've had most of the time, it's Ruvain who's married to Sarah, Ruvain dies. Shimon and Sarah already have a relationship. 
And this is very clear according to the Rambam. The Rambam says, Yesh Bechlal and Shalosh Mitzvos, there's three mitzvos. And when he discusses the third mitzvah, Shaloti Nasa Yavama Le'ishzar, she can't marry a random person. That would be parallel to the man out in the shuk, is what Baum is suggesting in this context. So clearly what the Rambam is telling us is that unlike in Ishus, where a meeting between, let's call it a Ruvain and a Sara, is a random meeting, and Bia in that situation would be a violation of what the Torah is trying to accomplish. Now it's true, you could, according to the Torah, have a bia for Kiddushin, but that's Kiddushin. Here, there's already that connection. Now, I know this is just a restatement of everything that we've learned, but it's highlighting, at least what I'm trying to highlight today, is why the bia is not such a far reach from the nature of this relationship, because there already is that connection. Now, there's a very fine line, because in a situation where there was a marriage, the connection would be a connection of Arayas. It wouldn't be a connection of a mitzvah. But that explains, I think on a basic level, the essential aspect of the bia and how this doesn't undermine the general Torah principle of Kodamatan Torah. Now I want to point something else out. In the halachos of Yibam Vachalitza, and then we're going to work our way back. There's a very interesting Ramah. The Ramah tells us that in a situation where there's Yibam, not only, remember what the Rambam tells us, where exactly does this Nisuin take place? So if you look at the Ramah in Evan Ezer, Kuf Samach Vav Beis, 166-2, he says that there should also be a ceremony of Chuppah. With formal Birchas Erison, at least according to some as well, but let's put the Birchas Erison aside. The Maeser Okach says there should be Birchas Erison. You see, according to the Ramah, the Yibum process looks exactly like the marriage process. But the Rambam, and here's my main point, nowhere over here does the Rambam say anything about there being Chuppah. You see, we think of Chuppah the Rambam doesn't say that, which really begs the question of why not. So what we have to do here is look at the Rambam in general. You see, the Rambam in general does not define chuppah even the way we define chuppah. Now I'm talking about even in a situation of regular ishas. According to the Rambam, Chuppah is a much more intimate type of ceremony taking place. Listen to this. The Rambam and Hilchus Ishus, Perak Yud Halacha says the following. Kevon Shed Nichnasa So you have, uh, again, back to Ishus, there is Kiddushin that takes place. The man brings the woman to Chuppah. Harezu Muteras Lolava, Allah Bechal Eshe Yirza, Varehu Ishtagamal Chodava. Now, it sounds like that could be a canopy. That's what chuppah is. But no, no, no. Read on in the Rambam. 
Tichnas lechupa nikres nesua afal pishlo nivala vahushatia ruya levila. You see, according to the Rambam, whether there is a canopy there or not is not the point. Chupa is only called chupa once this is a woman who is ruya labila. That's what I said in the beginning. We're not discussing over here yibum by yibum for sure. It's not only ruya labila that you could have bia, but you actually have to have bia by yibum. But even by a regular isha situation, complete chupa, which by definition will be nisuin is only going to be in a situation where the woman could have relations with the man. Even though they went to a canopy. So what I'm arguing is that according to the Rambam, if we want to match up chuppah in Nisuin, then you're going to have to say there is no chuppah without the woman being royal Labia. Now, you could split, as some do, and it's a fine reading of the Rambam, that there's two different inyanim. There is the canopy, the ceremony, the birchas nisuin, and then there's the bia. So we have the chuppah, we just don't have nisuin. That's a 100% legitimate way to read it. And in fact, the Rambam does say, logamru nisuin, but then he says, vaharehi ka'arusa adayin. So it hasn't halachically accomplished anything. It could even be problematic, that all of those events took place. And Lamaisa, according to the Rambam's position, as accepted for those that would follow the Rambam Mahalacha, what happens in a situation where a man and a woman have Arison and they have a wedding date that is established, and then they find out that the woman is Anida, you stop right there, according to the Rambam, and the wedding date does not take place. That may seem a little bit crazy, but that's the halach according to the Rambam. Now, you have to keep in mind that even according to us Ashkenazim, we're not excited about a chuppas nida because they're going to be halachic applications. You see, we don't follow this Rambam, la halacha. Right on the spot, we won't have time to go through all the sources today, but we're going to give you the bottom line from the Haggaz Hamaimenes, which is the Ashkenazic gloss to the Rambam, similar to the way the Ramah behaves as the tablecloth to the Shulchan Aruch, Ladas HaRosh, he says, Have chuppah It is chuppah l'chol and here he's using my formulation, it means it's nesuun l'chol and they're allowed to be married, no problem. But even the Haggaz HaMaimim is going to accept that there's going to be a yichud issue, and this we have to explain very carefully. What the differences are going to be at a chupas nida or not chupas nida, even bizman hazeh. I want to explain something that before birth control, where women were able to more or less control when they get their period, right? Birth control pills were not used, are not used only to stop pregnancy but also to control the woman's period. I think the pill came around in the 50s or in the 60s. And then today we have additional um, medication. A woman, let's say, will say to me, despite taking the pill, she's expecting to get her period. And she tells me this a few days before the wedding. You go to an OBGYN and you could delay 
the period, Baruch Hashem, Hashem has given us uh, these mechanisms. Very often in the old days, they wouldn't schedule weddings so far in advance. They couldn't necessarily predict three or four months in advance when she's become a Nida. They wouldn't schedule the wedding until after her last period. How does this play out, Lahalacha, for us? I'm just going to give you some of the bottom lines today without going through all of the sources. But my main point in the Halacha Lamasa aspect is to appreciate that according to the Rambam, the Bia is essential. And I want to say that even into us Ashkenazim, obviously the Bia is a, a central part of the marriage, even if it's not going to define them as being Nisuin. So the way this plays out, and you know, I've been in Masada Kedushin many times, there have been some occasions where the woman is a Chobas Nida. We go out of our way that no one should know. The only people who know are the Chassan and the Kala. Maybe the parents will know because, well, one of the parents may know. But we have ways to go around it. You may know there's some who won't put the ring right onto the finger because the woman is not supposed to be touched by her husband. But we have a way around that. That is only if it's derechiba. It's only once that the marriage takes place <clears throat> that we say that while the woman's a nida, you can't even hand from one to the other, which is a stringency that we accepted from the students of Rash. There's even a way that the couple is able to stay together. You see, the basic halacha is this. A man who's married to a woman, as Tosfos explains to us in Sanhedrin, they don't have to separate when she's a nida. We're not concerned that the man's going to have relations with his wife when she's a nida. But that's only once that they've already had relations. But before they've had relations and she's a nida, they're not allowed to be together. So we have two different ways of taking care of this halacha Let me fast forward to the wedding night. It's a challenge. The Gemara literally says he should go with the men and she should go with the women. But we have an incredible leniency or position of the Chazonish. It's obviously based on earlier sources, and it's a whole machlokas rishonim, how we understand the nature of this prohibition of the husband and the wife being together, that we could put the same halachas of yichud, formal yichud, into place. And if they have a window open, or maybe even in a hotel, the door's open, and anyone could technically walk in at that point, then, even though they can't be intimate with each other, they don't have to separate. And you may be wondering, how does the yichud room take place? Again, even if we're not going with the shittas of the Rambam, who would say they definitely can't be together in a room in the yichud situation because they don't have nisuin, how do we deal with it? So this is part of the, one of the tricks of the Masonic Kedushin. He may even tell the witnesses to be there, but he'll tell them the door's going to be open. Slips that in. And maybe after three minutes you walk in. Or very often there'll be a window and you keep the window open. There are different ways around it. So we still want to fulfill these halachas, but we also want to make sure at the same time not to shame them. But at the same time, going backwards, not to violate these halachas. But what you're clearly seeing today, <clears throat> and that's what relates to the daf, is Bia is the end all when it comes to forming the Yibum relationship, 
but it's a relationship that already existed, so it is not like the pre-Matan Torah days.